Welcome to your IVF Abroad podcast, where I will share, educate and empower you on your journey with infertility and IVF Abroad. I'm Emma Haslam, your host, mum, via treatment abroad and the IVF Abroad expert. Since the birth of my son in 2018, I have made it my mission to make fertility treatment more transparent, accessible, supported and affordable. I now help people around the world just like you to find a safe, best fit clinic, have fertility treatment and achieve their dreams of starting or expanding their families. And I'm here now to help you too. Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Your IVF Abroad with Emma Haslam. And in today's episode, I am answering a question that I get asked quite a lot um, and it's a completely, what's the word? It's completely understandable why people would ask this question. It's a question that I wanted to know the answer to when I was considering whether or not IVF or fertility treatment abroad could be right for us. And the question is, how long would I need to be away from home if I was going to have fertility treatment abroad? And there's no one kind of set answer, but what I hope to do is give you an idea based on some certain scenarios. Obviously, when you have your consultations with the clinics, they will be able to confirm exactly how long you will need off a treatment. However, this should just give you some idea, which is helpful when you're looking at whether or not it's it's doable. But before I kind of go into that, I just want to tell you a couple of things that might be helpful. Um, If you are worried about using holiday allowance for time away, then you may have an employer that, if you're self, sorry, if you're employed, that has a fertility policy. So it's worth having a look um, if it's something that you want them to know about, of course. Um, And if you're comfortable sharing that with them, even if they don't have a fertility policy, you might find that by opening up they cut you some slack, give you some additional time off. You'll have to judge that based on the person that you work for. Um, If you are self-employed, that can make it easier in some ways because you can take your work with you if you wish. Harder in others, perhaps, to get that complete downtime, but that is, is an option. And even if you are employed, I've had clients, some of them who have chosen or not necessarily chosen, have kind of agreed with work that they would, you know, do some work while they were away because you're not at the clinic for the whole time that you're away. Um, And for some people, it's a a welcome distraction and they want to work while they're away. But you can also, if you're in the UK anyway, you can certainly approach your GP to ask for a sick note to cover the time off that you're needed to go away Now, in the UK, the first five days, you self-certify. So that would give you a week of time off. And if you needed more, you could agree prior to your treatment with the GP that you will request a sick note when needed. So they can't raise them ahead. They can only raise them at the time. But you can certainly have that conversation, get it put on your record that when you're ready, they'll raise a sick note. You could also ask the GP if they'll put something a little bit ambiguous on your sick note if you don't want work to know that it's for fertility treatment. 
another thing to kind of say, because I know it's very difficult for groups of people like, for example, teachers, um, there is some control in terms of when you have your fertility treatment. So I recently worked with a couple, one of whom was a teacher, and we started working together before the summer holidays so that they could go and have their fertility treatment in that chunk of summer holidays. Um, so once you've kind of chosen your clinic and everything's ready from, from their side, they're happy with everything, they're ready to go, you have the option to decide what month you start your fertility treatment. So that can be helpful to people. It can be difficult, can't it, if, you, if you're a pet owner. Um, that means sometimes that perhaps partners don't fly out um, at the same time as their other partner, if you have a partner. So I've had clients where perhaps I've got a dog at home and so, um, you know, the one partner's remained at home for the, you know, the, the vast majority of the fertility treatment and gone out for the bits that they physically need to be there for. Um, or they've asked for support from friends and family or kennels and that kind of thing to help look after um, their animals. So there's a few tips before I kind of get into the how long you, you need to be away from home for. But in essence, most clinics will offer you a video consultation rather than in person. You can totally choose to go out there and have an in-person consultation if you want to. But if you don't want to, when you're time conscious or time away from home conscious, then you'd have your consultation via video. In terms of your treatment, if you're having own egg IVF with ICSI, you typically are required to be away from home for around about 10 days. And that's based on an average of the people that I've kind of worked with. And that's based on having your initial monitoring in your home country if you are having let's say donor egg treatment with own sperm or donor sperm then you would typically be away for one week and if you have if you're looking to have a future transfer let's say you've got some remaining embryos left over and you or you're going for a frozen transfer then you'd be required for about two nights. That's all. Um, so it really does vary. Um, and some people choose to kind of, if they don't want to tell people in particular, if they need that 10 days away from home, choose to go somewhere where they'd be happy to have a holiday. It's obviously not the same as a, as a holiday holiday, but where they can enjoy being away in between fertility treatment and have a break. And then if they're not telling people what they're doing, as an example, they can just say, well, I'm going to Greece or wherever they're going for two weeks. Um, so there are lots of options. For other people who being away from home for a large chunk of time like that just will not work, then have a chat to your clinic about doing it in two shorter trips. You can always look to have a frozen transfer later. Sometimes this happens anyway, depending on the circumstances or the recommendations of the doctor. But if that would suit you better to go for, you know, two short trips, um, 
then you can certainly speak to the clinic about doing that. And in most cases, that will not be a problem. And that might just mean the difference between you being able to go and do it or, or not. Um, and as a lot of clinics tend to split payments for treatment into you know, at least two or three payments, if you need longer to kind of save up and your clinic charges you the final balance just before your transfer, this is another way of saving of giving yourself time to save more money before you then go and have your transfer. So that's it. I hope that's really helpful. Oh, actually, no, I'm lying. There is one more thing to say. If you're coming from further afield, so I'm, I'm thinking about kind of my clients in the UK and Ireland here predominantly, but I also support people in Canada, United States, um, Australia, where else? Dubai, Saudi Arabia. Now for people in those countries, they are unlikely to have monitoring in their home country, perhaps in, in Dubai, um, and may choose to go to the country where they're having treatment for a longer period. So they would have their monitoring and everything, get their medication, everything from the clinic. So they would generally be required to be out there for about three weeks from start to finish, if we were talking about starting your medication up until having a an own egg transfer. So that's kind of the worst case scenario. Although if you're traveling from somewhere like Canada, America, Australia, then you're coming a long way. You've got to factor in things like jet lag, etc. So you're going to need to be somewhere for a substantial amount of time. And again, a lot of my clients in these areas take it as, as a holiday and, you know, use some of that time to enjoy the country and see some of the sights and things. So that's another way around it, particularly if you're living in places like Saudi Arabia, for example, where you're not going to be able to get monitoring um, and that kind of thing. Even in Dubai, it can be tricky. So, you know, if you start thinking, well, IVF abroad, fertility treatment abroad sounds great, but I don't, you know, I really don't know where I could go and get my monitoring done, then you can consider taking longer away from home if possible and heading out and having everything done at the clinics and generally the price is the same whether you have the monitoring done there or not not always but generally and you can often save money on medication too by doing it in this way so lots of food for thought I hope this helps and I shall be back in a fortnight with the next episode of my podcast if you are thinking about interested in curious about fertility treatment abroad and you want to understand more about the process of having treatment I have pulled together a brand new freebie download that walks you through step by step the process of having fertility treatment abroad because it's one of the most common questions that I get asked and it's really can, it can feel quite overwhelming and scary can't it thinking about IVF abroad and I think until you understand the process, it's really hard to kind of make it into a, a tangible thing in your head and to think, could this work for me or not? And so I was thinking to myself, what would be really helpful for people? And I landed on that. So if you want to download it, then go and check out the link in my show notes and download your free copy today and let me know what you think. I hope it helps and I shall see you soon. Thank you for listening to your IVF Abroad podcast with me, 
Emma Haslam. If you're interested in finding out if IVF abroad could be right for you, then download my free checklist at yourivfabroad.co.uk forward slash who is IVF abroad for.